Back to the Culture Call on Praise 93.3 with L. Spencer Smith. Our desire is to reach and empower the community by discussing a cross-section of relevant topics from various perspectives that are essential to its growth and interpersonal connections. Be sure to save our call-in number 205-752-4800. Be sure to install the free Praise 93.3 app so you can send L. Spencer Smith a message or topic idea. Search for WTSK in your app store. Precious people, absolutely, it's time for the Culture Call with yours truly, L. Spencer Smith, right here on Brace 93.3 FM, your inspiration station. And I am so glad and grateful to have you in the place where Tuscaloosa meets the world. And of course, for the next two hours from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m., we're going to be talking a little bit about everything. Of course, from society to sports, from education to economics, and definitely from religion to relationships. And as always, we are here to create a safe space. That's right, a safe space to have empowering, provocative, and yes, sometimes controversial conversations. Yeah, and guess what? You can tune in and chat it up right here, call in, and be a part as we learn together on the culture call want to welcome all of my first time listeners to uh to the broadcast to this talk show i am so glad and grateful to have you maybe you're riding through the city or somebody just tapped you on the shoulder and said hey you need to check this out great i appreciate it listen welcome to the culture call family and as always uh to those who listen to me on the regular on the regular every day or every other day you listen to me and listen to all of the things that we bring up and the topics that we have so appreciative to you want to send a special shout out to brother jay who always leaves it blazing and leaves it hot yeah i walk in this in the studio in revival that's right absolutely and i am grateful for him yeah and so i tell you what if you keep it right here for the next two hours, I promise you, you're going to learn something. You're going to be better. We're going to empower our community so that we are not late, last, or lost in what is going on around the world, right? Listen, I want to encourage you, if you haven't done so already, to go to your smartphone phone app store, your Apple or your Android device, and I need you to search for the Praise 93.3 FM free 99 app that's right free 99 doesn't cost you a thing go ahead and download that on your phone uh-huh do all of the requisites there and guess what you'll be able to hear me from all around the world definitely all around the country so if you are in honolulu hawaii if you're there if you're in dallas texas yeah uh if you're in topeka kansas or maybe jackson mississippi and even right here of course in tuscaloosa alabama and all of the surrounding areas birmingham huntsville mobile montgomery yeah eulogy reform gordo yeah all those things you can definitely hear us and stay locked into what we are doing on this show also Want to encourage you, want to sincerely encourage you to go ahead and email me at culturecall.praise at gmail.com. That's culturecall.praise at gmail.com. 
and uh, give me an opportunity to let everybody, Lottie, Dottie, everybody, yeah, even your your enemies, your foes, whoever, yeah, <laughs> let me tell them about what's happening in your neck of the woods, in your church, your organization, yeah, uh, your for, uh, fraternity or sorority, whether you're an artist having a concert or a preacher having a revival, we want to see some faces in the, in the place. How about that, right? We want to let everybody know what's going on so that they can come and support the great programming that you have. Let me be your PR specialist. I've got this space of time. I got the time if you send in the announcement. And so I'm going to thank you in advance. Again, that's culturecall.praise at gmail.com. Or you have the option of going ahead and uh, doing the easy thing. It, uh, as if email wasn't easy, <laughs> you can go ahead and go to uh, Facebook and type in uh, co- the culture call and send me a message. Just all you got to do is like it. Then you can start sending me messages of your announcements and all that kind of stuff. And I will read them on the air. You know why? Because we do it better when we do it together. And of course, you can save this number 205 752 4800. That's 205 752 4800. You can call into the show and be a part of our conversation. The chat, uh, the app has a chat feature. So, uh, if you can't call in, you can definitely respond to whatever I'm saying on, uh, on the app. You can do that and I'll read it as well. Yeah, definitely. Or if you've missed any of our previous shows. Yeah. Like if you missed the one on yesterday, it was great. Y'all, I'm telling you, it was a blockbuster. But if you missed that one, you can go to Apple Podcasts and type in Culture Call. You're going to see my mug. That's right. You're going to see my face there. And you can subscribe to that and you can listen to all of the past and archive shows that we have done. And I am sure it will definitely be a blessing to you. Absolutely. So don't miss that. So do me a favor. Sit back and relax. Grab you some coffee. You know how we do it. Maxwell House of Starbucks. Get you some herbal tea, maybe some chamomile if you're trying to calm down. Get you some green tea if you're trying to kick it up. Or you can get you some alkaline water. That's right. And detox that body. I don't know what you've eaten this week. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what it was, but I tell you what, get you some alkaline water and get down to that cellular level. Get that stuff out your body. Let's get hydrated and come on. Let's talk about the culture. Yeah. And so we've been really gearing up and talking about the uh, Christmas time relationships and uh, we talked about Advent season, so that is your religion. So much going on in sports. Don't even want to tackle that because that's a whole lot going on right now. You know, um, shout out to all of you. If your team is in anything, shout out to everybody. Root for your team. Root for your team, right? That's important. Uh, today, I want to land on this beautiful, fantastic Friday. I want to land uh, this week talking about uh, Christmas the economy, and budgeting. I want to make sure uh, that as we go out that we are being mindful of the realities of the economy and what our pocketbooks look like and all of those kinds of things because I think, you know, it's very important. And so my major thing today is don't go in debt during, uh, don't get into debt in, during Christmas. Don't, mm, 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 don't do it, don't do it. Parent, child, friend, don't go into debt during Christmas, right? Don't do it. It's just a not not a good time. This season is designed to make you spend more money than you make. That's how it has been commercialized, right? It is designed for you to uh to to ignore your economic status 
and to go and apply for things that you shouldn't apply for <laughs> and do things that you shouldn't do. And then by the time you get to January, February and the bill comes due, you're going to be looking sideways and, and you know, and cross-eyed because them folks going to want their money. <laughs> and yeah. And so even though the economy is doing great, even though the economy is doing splendid, uh, right now, I know, yeah, you've got to make sure you do your part and making sure that your personal economy, sometimes it's not what the government did or what the state did. Sometimes it's our spending habits. Say amen, church. <laughs> right. It's our spending habits that, that, that causes us to be in debt and after a while discouragement and having to work four and five jobs trying to get out of the hole. And you understand that it's really never designed for you to get out of the economic hole once you've dug so deep. But I'm telling you that why we have to start asking ourselves questions like, you know, why do we do what we do? It is, again, we get caught up in the winds and in the in the uh, the cheerfulness of the commercialization of the season. This is one of the reasons why uh, they put it at the end of the year economy. The businesses put it at the end of the year. All of the high prices, price things they marked up like three, four hundred percent. They put it on sale. Uh, you know, and now you're only paying a hundred percent of the markup, right? They put it on that so you can think you're getting a deal, all those kinds of things. Now, I'm not trying to mess up anybody's hustle. I listen, but I am trying to peep game so you will understand that there is a season after this. You got to live after Christmas. Ah, yeah, you got bills to pay after Christmas. Now, I'm not saying not to share gifts. <clears throat> Don't be a Scrooge. Don't do that. No, I'm not saying that. I, what I am saying, however, is that we have to be wise and prudent during this time of year, right? You know, we often say that it's the thought that counts, especially when we're giving gifts to other people. And I think that if if, if that is the case, that means that before you buy anything, you ought to think it through. Because it is indeed the thought that counts, not only in what you get someone, but also how you budget and steward over your personal household uh, economy and finances and making sure that after this season is over, you have enough to continue living, right? And so I know you want to buy the PlayStation. I don't know what level and number they're on now. I know you want to buy the games and I know you're being asked to do so much on shoes and clothes because, yeah. You know, I get it. I get it. But one of the things that Christmas has to remind us of is that we have to live within our means. We have, If you haven't saved and if you haven't planned and prepared, that this is not a good time to go out and splurge, right? Let me say that again, that if you've not planned and you've not prepared, this is not the time of year to go around and splurge, right? You know, and so, yeah. And so you're going to see advertisements, of course, you know, they get they go through Thanksgiving. As a matter of fact, they don't even really acknowledge Thanksgiving as they should. Thanksgiving, the next day is Christmas. The next, the very next day, that Friday, right, is Christmas. It's all about making that Christmas sales because at their, in, in the business's mind, they're thinking about the bottom line. We got to get, you know, we got to close out fiscal uh, 2023, and we've got to create an economy of projection for 2024, and we're going to pass a lot of that cost on to the consumer. And so you've got to start, yes, it is the thought that counts, but before you get into the store, 
before you get all, you know, you ask the, the family what, what, what their list is and all that kind of stuff, you know, before you go there, you have to begin to think about, okay, this is what I have to spend. This is how I need to, you know, really, uh, uh, you know, this is what I need to, to to give, and this is what I need to save because I got this, 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 this at the end of the year. You know, before before you know January first gets here, you got some bills to pay, and January first hits, you got new things cycling around. So you do have to think about it. You do have to think about what is your personal economy looking like right now, and deal with the reality. Deal with the reality. Deal with the truth about where you are so that you can continue to sustain yourself. You can continue to provide for your family and not have to stretch yourself so far because of one day, one day. Now, here's what I'm not saying. I'm not trying to tell you, uh, you know, not, not, not to, you know, to buy your kids that, you know, the GI Joe with the Kung Fu grip, <laughs> I'm talking about not buying the Tonka truck and all those kinds of, I'm not that I'm, the bicycle. That ain't what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about, is that you have to plan and you have to begin to strategize what this day is going to look like. You got to strategize beyond December 25th, right? We do it every year. Yeah, we do it every year. And, you know, they are, uh, here it is. Businesses are not concerned with what you spend. Let me say that again. Businesses are not concerned with what you spend. They're not. Absolutely not. What they are concerned about, however, is that you spend. Okay, let me say it again. All right, rewind, push. Yeah, rewind, push, play. Business is, it is not their prerogative to be concerned with how much you spend, with what you spend. It does, Listen, you can spend several of thousands of dollars, you know, if it's on a credit card, even if it's in your cash, that, that do not spend it all, right? But, but yeah, they, they don't care what you spend. They just care that you spend. They, they're making, that's where the deals and the sales. It's simple economics. It's simple. And see, you cannot get caught up into the wind. And I cannot get caught up into the wind of, of all the bells and the whistles and the you know the the Santa Claus in the center of the mall, and you know the little elves and the and the snow and all that kind. Of, yeah, you can't get caught up into that because you could get. I'm telling you, you walk in the mall and it takes you to a different place. You walk in the stores and you know jingle bells, jingle bells, right? And for you smooth players, they got you know these smooth folks. They got you know Silent Night. Brother Jay just played that Silent Night by the Temptations in my mind. Right? You hear that? And more I tell you, and you get ready to spend, 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 right? And then they're going to be increased people in the mall because of, you know, of, of the uh, post-COVID season because we weren't being able to go as free as we used to go. And then, then watch this one. Amazon, man, listen, online shopping has increased uh, exponentially, right? And... Amazon then got smart. They then took that prime delivery away because it was costing them too much because folks were taking advantage of that, of ordering stuff on Tuesday and it get there on Thursday or Wednesday. 
if you if you do it a certain time. Oh no, that prime don't work no more. See, so they're trying to figure out a way how not to spend money to make a low a low cost product charge high and push past those that that uh that spending on to you past the cost on to you so that means you and i have to be wise shoppers you and i now i'm gonna say it again you and i have to be wise shoppers we've got to be wise spenders you feel me that's what we have to do you know and 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 if you do not do that you're going to find yourself January, February, March in so much debt, digging yourself out of the hole, you know, and thinking about all of the responsibilities, upset, mad, <laughs> you know, and all these other kinds of things because you did not plan. So you have to plan to spend. Let me say that again, that you've got to sp- plan to spend this time of year. Just like you're on vacations, you've got to plan to spend. It is critical, you know, it is critical that you plan to spend and have a clear conversation, you know, with yourself and be okay if it comes from the heart. See, that's something that we really need to talk about, that our giving should come from the heart and not just the pocketbook, you know, that if you can't afford, you know, the mink coat, then don't get the mink coat. But there are several levels of coats that are very nice that you can get before mink coats. Now, I'm, I I grew up in the day when furs and stuff were in vogue. That they were, you know, ladies walked around in furs. They got those fur stoles, you know. You know, the ones that they still had the animal head on it, foxes especially. And I mean, they, you know, they had it out because they were going to wear it, you know, at, at church and let everybody know. You know, it, it, I get it, right? But now they're not doing so much fur because, number one, of the cost. Number two, of animal protection. So they're doing full furs now. And then they moved to play things like uh, Gucci and Louis Vuitton. And they've they've gone to a whole nother level. And they are quite expensive. They are quite expensive as well. Right? But, see, the issue is, it's not should I get them a coat because, you know, that's what I want to get them. The issue is what would be the price tag on the coat what are you willing to pay yeah and what i'm what i'm saying to you is that is that coat yeah will uh, uh worth getting in debt for dun, 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 dun. yeah that's the question that can you get a nice coat and still keep your head above water you can still swim, you can still move forward, and you don't have any other worries. Or, or, are you willing, is it worth getting in debt to say, hey, I got my such and so forth a Bearberry. Or I got this, you know, I got so and so forth. I got my child a Gucci, which is really ridiculous. I got my, because especially if they're still growing, <laughs> right? That I got my child these uh, full $500 sneakers. You know, really? That's what you're going to do? And their foot is a nine now, and it's going to be about 13 by the end of the year. So by the end of next year. So then then, then the cost you pay for the full $500 sneakers have just gone down the drain. Bubbler, 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 right? They have just gone down the drain, right? So you got to think it through. You really got, you really have to check, check your heart. 
right? You have to check your heart and really say, okay, here is the deal. I want to get something. I want to get something nice. Here is my range. We're going to be talking about uh, steps and keys today about how not to go in debt this time of year. I'm excited about that. We're going to be talking about that because I think some people don't have a, uh, a clue, right? Now, again, I always want to intimate culture call. I don't want us to be Scrooges. Now, I I don't want us to be, no, I don't want us to be that. I don't want us to be Ebenezer Scrooges or the Grinch when it comes to gift giving and, and things of that nature. What I need us to be is holistically looking at what all has to happen and saying to us definitively, I want to be a blessing to my family. I want to be a blessing to my love loved one. I want to be a blessing to my significant other. I, yeah, that's what I want to do. Yeah. That's what I want to do. However, however, what I don't want is you to do all those things and get into debt. And get into debt. You see what I'm saying? That that that's 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 the point that you need to understand. I don't want you to have to worry and stress out your blood pressure go up and you send your mind and your body in the conniption because you done spent $10,000 doing Christmas and you only make $2,000 a month. $3,000. You, you, I mean, yeah. You, you, you gotta think about that. Now everybody around you is happy, but you're carrying the burden and the load of that thought process and saying, hey, <laughs> Who gonna help me do who who gonna help me keep these lights on? Who gonna help me pay this mortgage? This rent? Who's gonna help me pay this car note? These insurances. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. So you have to begin to plan, to think, to 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 talk to yourself and settle within yourself that this time of year is not worth going into debt for. And then, and then, you're ready for this? Then that then you need to to create, I think it's important, create family traditions that don't necessarily entail money to bring the truest meaning of the season back to the forefront, right? I think that's very, very important that, uh, you know, you, that, that needs to be something that might be candle lighting. You know, we talked about the Advent wreath uh, last week. It might be, you know, it, we, we do the Advent wreath, Right. It might be, you know, we we write down things that we are grateful for, right? It might be, you know, uh, going to uh, the 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 assisted living homes and and singing Christmas carols. You and your family can sing, yeah, go. Yeah, it could be creating a moment. I'm talking about instead of spending money, create something that happens every year that you can pass down to your children. And then your grandchildren, right? That and create a lasting because that's truth be told, you already truth be told, that's worth more than all of the stuff that we get. That is worth more than the things that we, you know, that we think are 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 are, are valuable, that we think are, are worth anything. And I get it. See, you know, social media, and it's been happening before social media, before Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. Twitter, it's been happening before all of that, right? Right, because you know we we're gonna go back to, to school and kids gonna go back to school and say, hey, look at what I got. They're gonna floss. They're gonna flex. But yeah, I get it. But now in the age of social media, where you where where 
where everybody can see what everybody got gets, you know. I I I distinctively don't do not show any kind of gift that I get. Not because I don't want people to know it, but I don't want to get in that that whole culture or that mindset of having to prove to people how good somebody has been to me. If my wife got me something expensive, then I'm not gonna show it. I'm not no. You'll see it when I put it on. And if you recognize it, God bless you and yours. Right? God bless you and yours. But if you don't, God bless you and yours. You see? I'm, she don't have to, if I buy her three, four carat ring, that she don't have to get on social media and say, look what my baby brought me. For what, though? You see what I'm saying? It's that it's that capitalistic consumerism mindset that we are in that's got to prove to people how much money we've spent. Right? And and I was like, okay. All right. That 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 so you have to make sure that you check yourself and you check those around you. But I love, absolutely love the idea of creating a family thing that you can create a, a system of sharing, you know, cards. Cards to all of the family. You know what I'm saying? Something something that is meaningful beyond a gift that might, you know, break, deteriorate, you might outgrow in the next six months, right? And then you're stuck with a bunch of debt, credit cards, you're stuck with bills you can't pay, right? All of that, messing up your credit score, you're doing all of that, and you have to ask yourself, for what? Is it really worth it? I'll tell you already, it's not. I want to encourage each of us to maybe, maybe we've gotten too far out of uh, out of kilter. Maybe we've gotten out too far out of sync into what we're supposed to, what this season is really supposed to be about, right? Especially if you are a person of faith. Especially if you are a person of faith, right? A couple of weeks ago, I talked to, uh, told my church, this generation of children will never know about the the oranges and the apples and the walnuts and the the hazelnuts the pecans and the candy canes we got and you all remember those little red mesh you know it was shaped like a stocking and we got those and they gave that out at church gave us a a, a, a Christmas card and gave us that and they would never know that because that's beneath them but see if you're a person of faith you understand that this is way more way more than just you know the Nintendo and the, the PlayStation or, you know, all those other things that they're showing now, you know, you've got to begin to put some another level of value on this season. You know, they're having these, uh, you know, these pseudo wars and full walls talking about they're, wa- they're warring against Christmas because people says Xmas, you know, and I, I laugh at them. I laugh at them because, first of all, it's the ignorant argument. Because it's not the word, they're not Xing out Christ. X is the Greek word. Chi is the Greek letter for Christ. It was the Roman substitution, the Greek substitution for the word Christ. Right? So when you say Xmas, it is just like Roman numerals. That's not canceling out Christ's name. But when you when you don't know, you'll be fighting over stuff that don't make sense. See, it's understanding the worth and the value of what this season really means. And so many people, they've commercialized it. They politicized it in such a way that, yeah, that it causes us to move in a very, very undisciplined way. So what we're talking about is that the, the opposite, I think, of debt 
Listen to me. The opposite of debt is discipline. Say it again, Bishop. I think I will. The opposite of debt is discipline. Absolutely. Discipline yourself. You know what you make. You know what you're going to need at the end of the month. You know what you need to carry over at the beginning of the year. You need to have that conversation already within yourself. And then, and then budget within that context. Absolutely. Budget within that frame of reference. Budget so that when this season is all over, when this time is all over, create memories. You can create memories. When this time is all over, you won't be sitting there looking, holding your hand, your head in your hands like, what did I do? What did I buy that for? You won't be ready to, to you know, to, to adopt your children and send them off somewhere where you done paid six to seven hundred dollars for something that they just broke. Because <laughs> cause kids going to be kids. Don't get mad at the child. Get mad at yourself because you thought it was wise to invest that kind. And, and it, listen, having been, uh, uh, you know, a parent, my, all of my children are adults now. But when they were children, my wife, we were especially, listen, we're not going to spend all this money on something I know they're going to break. You know, uh, that, that I know that they're not going to even play with. They'll play with it one or two times. And here it is. I done spent four and five hundred dollars on something and that they're ignoring. Right. For what? No, you have to start thinking about what you really need to have in these next three months. Don't just think about this one day. Think about what you're going to need for the next three months. And follow la la la, la 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 la. <laughs> right? Follow the pattern that you set up. Stay true to it. Yes, if you are a loving person and a kind person, you're going to be directed to get the best gifts and you're going to be able to discipline yourself to stay out of debt to make sure, to make sure that this Christmas sets the platform and does not, better yet, does not hinder what you're really trying to do. Don't say January that you're willing to get, you're trying to work and get out of debt and you don't work 11 months and here it is on Christmas, you're going to get back in it. It's just not worth it. Listen, this is your truly L. Spencer Smith right here on the Culture Call on Praise 93.3 FM. Call your family, call your friends, tell them we're having a conversation about how to stay out of debt during this Christmas season. I need you to keep it right here. There's more to come on the Culture Call. Don't miss it. Back right here on the culture call with yours truly, L. Spencer Smith, the bishop. <laughs> That's what folks call me. That's what they say. That's right. Right here on Praise 93.3. Having a great morning on the show talking about don't go into debt during Christmas. That's right. And I tell you what, I think when we start really breaking it down and, and, and thinking it over, I think most of you are going to agree with me that, <clears throat> that you know, we've got to make sure and make certain that what we do in this season does not have lasting effect on us economically or financially. You know, right now, you know, the economy in the country, here's the reality, here's the real, is doing great in the, in the, in the whole of the country. The economy is doing great, but the personal economies of people are they're voting uh, or they're looking, not voting because it's not voting time yet, but 
when you look at polls, they're not feeling the greatness of the economy, the economic turnaround. You know, they're not feeling that because, number one, nobody's giving them a check, a stimulus check. Nobody's nobody's, you know, from the government. They're not giving you all this money. Nobody right now is getting a PPP, you know, because we are are addicted to that mindset of somebody ought to give us something. I get it. I understand it. Ain't coming against nobody that received any of it. God bless you and yours. Right. And so the the issue is, is that sometimes why we are not feeling the effects of the economy that are positive in every every economist, when you look at Forbes, when you look at Wall Street Journal, even when those of you who listen to Fox News and the, the CNN, MSNBC, whatever it is, they will tell you that the economy is doing wonderfully, wonderfully. But it's not trickling down to the to the local personal in your house pocketbook. Here's the deal. It may not have to do anything with that economy. It may have to do with your economy. It may have to do with your priority and your spending and your ability to forecast and to to manage, to steward properly what you have, right? There is also a thing that a lot of people knock themselves out of the middle class because when they got into a, a, a season of surplus, they overspent, they overbought, you know, like when in the early 90s, the mid 90s, uh, when they were talking about or maybe early 2000s, like that, that part and all of these housing, they had a housing boom and everybody was buying a house, buying a house and buying a house for no money down and all those difficult things. They didn't see a balloon coming. They didn't see the economy changing. They didn't see that. So, you know, you can blame the economy for using, you know, uh, deleterious practices and, and practices that, you know, were uh, dis- disadvantageous to its consumer. But you also have to think about that consumer. You have to think about, did they plan? Did they plan and did they prepare for, you know, changing economy? You know, every time every time you sit down and buy something and purchase something, you need to think about, especially if it's interest rate, especially if it's on time. You need to think about when it's on time, you got to think about the times to come. And say to yourself, okay, all right, can I afford this? I think that's very important for us to understand that we can't underestimate our responsibility and making certain that we are not doing too much to to exhaust the savings. See, because if you got to touch your savings to have Christmas, then, yeah, if you, I mean, especially if you have a plan for the savings, say that you're trying to save for a house or save for a better car or save for your children's education, right? Saving for an operation. That, I don't know. You might, whatever you're saving for, you're saving that. Then you get to this time of year. And again, remember the 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 the, the business owners, the department stores, those people do not the producers do not care what you spend. They just care that you spend. Right? And so you hear it on the news, it's an economic downturn, blah, blah, blah. What, you know, and this company's going down, this company's going down, Apple's going down, blah, 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 blah. You know, all these different, Amazon's going down. And you and they put that on the news and they send panic in the shockwaves. That's the business corporate sector sending panic in shockwaves to the consumer. 
what they're saying is that okay, this 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 quarter they didn't fall for our gimmick. This quarter they didn't fall for the market prices that we made. This and so and so they put that panic out there. Oh, businesses are downturning. Businesses are this and so and so. And you panic, and then you go spending stuff that you ain't got to spend. You go spending money to help them out. But the reality is, is bring your car, bring your price down. Yeah, it didn't cost that much for you to make it. Because if it did, you wouldn't make it. See, if you're sitting in a business, if you're ever sitting, let me, let's, let, let, let's, come on, let's talk game for a quick minute. If you are a business and you're sitting there, you're all, one of the things that's important that they have to do market research to figure out how much to charge for a particular product. They've got to begin to ascertain that information. How much should we charge for this? And, and make a profit. Because that's the key word. We're not trying to sell this at cost. We're trying to make a profit. So it has to have this kind of markup, right? Good deal. Then we'll put it on the shelves and we will market it. We will PR it. We'll spend millions, thousands of thousands on commercials and, you know, all these other kinds of things so that it can be enticing to the buyer, right? But what are they working on, right? They're working on their profit. So when you hear a downturn in their business, they didn't make the profit that they wanted. They wanted to make 20%, but all they made was 10% profit. But they did profit, else what? They would go out of business, right? So they send panic into the marketplace, and that panic is trickled down uh, to you and I. And we have to be wise enough, well, that ain't for me. The iPhone 17, I don't know what number they own. This ain't for me. This is not for me, right? Because the same car that's going to cost $50,000 at the beginning of the year, by the time they get to the end of the year, that car is going to cost $35,000. Now, you should ask yourself, what happened to the fifteen grand? What, what, where did that go? Because guess what? If it was fifty grand in January and thirty-five grand in December, it was always thirty-five grand. A brand new 2023 was always, it was always that. What were they trying to do? Get profit, right? So as a consumer, you know, because most of us are not producers, we're not entrepreneurs, we don't have a product to sell because we do not, guess what we got to do? We got to start thinking about, okay, wait a minute, oh, time out. I see where this is going. They're trying to get my money. And they are because they don't care. I'm going to say this again so y'all can hear me in the back. They don't care what you spend. They care that you spend. Let me say it again. They don't care what you spend. They care that you spend. Right. That's what it is. That's what it is. And if you don't understand that, Right. If you don't understand that, you're going to be in debt. I'm tr- listen. I'm I'm trying to give you a moment to let it sink in. That's why I'm taking these pauses cuz I needed to sink in to your heart, sink into your mind that th- that don't be a part of the consumer capitalistic games game that they normally play this time of year. That's all. That's all I'm trying to tell you. I'm not trying to tell you not to buy no gifts. Don't you get on <laughs> Don't you get on here and say Bishop said not to buy no gifts. No, he did not. 
He did not say that. What I am saying, however, comma, is that you got to start thinking, okay, wait a minute. Is this going to be another price later on? Do I have to get this Christmas? Or are they giving me January, February price during this Christmas break? Yeah, you have to start thinking about that. You have to start thinking about that mode and that mechanism of thought so that you won't go see you won't go into debt trying to buy gifts that your discipline is going to keep you out of debt. Say it with me. Come on. My discipline is going to keep me out of debt. One more time. Let's say it again. My discipline is going to keep me out of debt. That's right. My discipline. Right? Folks get mad. They go to church. Somebody say, hey, you, God is supplying abundance to your house. You get ready for a overflow. Get ready to come out of lack. No, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want all of those different kinds of things. And then we get mad when we don't see it. But see, I'm the kind of say, okay, no problem. You can get mad at me. But let's, if that's the case, if you're holding me, if you're holding God, if you're holding the prophetic word to that kind of intention, then let's bring it all to the forefront. Let me see what your budget was. What did you spend Christmas? What did you spend on this? Oh, I see. Oh, okay. Well, you took yourself on a vacation you couldn't afford. And you got, listen, you got all this hair done. Huh? You done spent three and four hundred dollars on a whole bundle. On a on a whole hairstyle. Wait a minute, that there goes some of your that goes some of the increase right there. There goes some of the surplus right there. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Absolutely. And so, yeah, we have to begin to, you know, uh what well, you we, we gotta begin to, to call a thing a thing, right? Right. That's what we gotta do. That's exactly what we have to do. Yeah, you went out there, there it is, sir. You went out and bought you those those uh those uh, those Jordans. Those Jordans were four hundred dollars. But yeah, man, they were custom made. But 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 you mad now because what was spoken over your life ain't ha- did come to pass, but it's right there though. I need you to see <laughs> where your surplus and where your increase is right there. I need you to see. Where your surplus is right there. You feel what I'm saying? That, 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 that's the kind of discipline that it's going to require. And we gotta, we gotta say, okay, I, you, you're exactly right. It's not that I haven't been given increase. It's not that I haven't been given any kind of money. It's not that I haven't done XYZ. And no, 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 no. It's just been that I've not been disciplined enough to handle what has been given to me. And I need somebody, watch this drum roll, please. I need something to blame. I need something, something to blame. And then we're like, oh, well, I, I done gave all my money to X. No, 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 no. That's not where all your money went. Folks in different ones. That's not where your money went, saints. Chocolate people, that's not, no, it went to the area of your lack of discipline. Well, Bishop, what, 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 sometimes you got to splurge. I, I, listen, I totally understand it. But, but can you afford to splurge? I ain't said sometimes you can't splurge. My thing is, can you afford to splurge? Right? 
See, when you don't understand that, then you're going to be moving from you're going to be moving from apartment to manger. <laughs> right. You talking about it could have been me outdoors. It's going to be you outdoors if you don't gain some level of discipline. If you don't gain some level of discipline. Right. And so that is key when we're talking about not going into debt or even getting out of debt. It's got to be a level of discipline. You got to be like, you got to be able to say no to yourself and no to your pattern of spending and say, yes, I want to buy good gifts. I want everybody around me to have a Merry Christmas, but here's my budget. You got a whole year. You can give a little bit of here, a little bit there, a little bit there. See, that's why when you, when you, when you bless people the whole year, you ain't got to go to debt in Christmas because they've been getting the whole year. Right? One of the, one of the, one of the amazing things is when we say, what do you buy for the person who has everything? That, see, when you say that, when you say that, right? When you say that, what are you, what you're saying is that person has gotten everything. So then, so then if you recognize that, why would you go into debt spending for that person who you've already admitted has everything? Because I want to get them something they ain't got. <laughs> Love, joy, peace, happiness. Pick one. <laughs> right? You know, pick, pick one of those. Hope. Yeah. They might need a hug. You know, we didn't spend so much money on material things that we forget that they might just need a hug, need a friend. They just might need company and presence and not P-R-E-P-R-E-S-E-N-T-S, but presence, P-R-E-S-E-N-C-E. They might need just for you to be there to invite them over and have a, a dinner and, a, you know, with your family. That's important. That's important. That we do that. And if you miss out on that, if you miss out on that element of really understanding, a disciplined heart can love, can express thanks, can can really give something valuable and not, watch this, and not be in debt. The text says, oh, no man but to love. So that means that the greatest gift that you can give anyone is to love them. Well, how how do I display that love? We're going to talk about that in just a few minutes. But you, you got to get that in your mindset. Shift your mindset to think that it's material things. It is it is the, the high price, expensive things that cause you to go into debt and cause you to be regretting that you bought it. See, because if you bought the gift and you regret what you buy, <laughs> that, then then why? Then, then why buy it? You see what I'm saying? If you got to regret what you bought, if you got to be upset after you buy it and say, man, I shouldn't have bought that, then the intentions of buying that gift at its base was incorrect. If you're mad while you're paying for it, if you're at the counter and saying, man, they better appreciate this gift because I'm sure this show costs a lot of money, then you need to put it back because that's not... That's not where a gift's ground. That's, that's, that's not the function of a gift. Not a true one, anyhow. Right? So, Culture Call, we got to really think about, you know, how are we going to be able to maintain solvency, financial solvency, economic stewardship during this season of commercials and, and newspapers and 
walking through the mall and, you know, because see, I'm, I'm the kind of individual, I can walk in the mall and you can try to sell me anything. People at the kiosk be mad at me because they want me to try lotion, try cologne, get, you know, buy a key and some shades. Now, listen, none of that faces me because I'm going in, getting what I want. If you ain't got it in the store, you can't sell me what I don't want. I came in knowing exactly what I came to get. And if it ain't in there, guess what? I'm outie. I'm gone. I'm not going to sit there and stand there and try to tempt myself into spending money that I could use elsewhere. That's the discipline that's going to require to manage and navigate through seasons like this, Christmas season. If you do the research, so many households and homes get into great levels of debt during this time of year, and it ought not to be so. That should not be named among us. There is something that we must plan for, that we must project, and we've got to stick to it. Use the discipline to not go in the hole. So, right, listen, say with me, I will, come on, come on, say it. I will not go in the hole this Christmas. Y'all ready? Say it again. I will not go in the hole this Christmas or any other time. I will not go in the hole. Absolutely. Listen, this is the Culture Call with yours truly, L. Spencer Smith, right here on Praise 93.3. Hoping that you're enjoying the conversation. we got much more to go. Going to give you some tips on how we can actually put this into action uh, so that we won't be late, last, and lost during the holidays. But I need you to keep it right here. Don't miss it. This is the world we are back. It's the top of the hour, 11 a.m. and some change right here on The Culture Call with your truly Elspeth Smith, Praise 93.3, your inspiration station. And my goodness, haven't we had an amazing morning, an amazing conversation so far? That's right. Absolutely. And we've got more on this half. I'm telling you, if you're just joining us, welcome. Yeah, if you've been with us, thank you for staying because guess what? We've got way more information that is going to be beneficial to you. Absolutely. That you can put in a doggy bag and live off of. That's what we want you to do, to have something to live off of when you finish listening to the culture call for the last two hours. Listen, I want to continue to encourage all of you that go ahead. It's, your, it's the time, the most wonderful time of the year, Christmas season. Go ahead and send me that, those announcements at culturecall.praise at gmail.com. Hit me up on Facebook. You can send it in my messenger. And definitely we will read it on the air. Absolutely. Absolutely. Listen, we've been talking about today, you know, really making sure that we do not go in debt this time of year. You feel me? I think that, first of all, I don't like debt. But, you know, we all go in debt sometimes. We all, we all, you know, overspend sometimes, you know, I get it. All, that's kind of a human phenomenon. However, I want to tell you that during this mo- during this time of year, they really try to set us up for the okie doke because they uh, they know sometimes the undisciplined nature of humans, right? They know that we are not as disciplined as we need to be, and so they do things. And by the time you know we raise their profit margins to exponential rates. They're not sharing the profits with us. That goes into their pockets. And the issue is, is how can I get out of the consumer's pockets into the producer's pocket? Pocket. That's what they're concerned about. So, yeah, 
Spend a million dollars. That's fine. Go ahead. They do not care what you spend. They just care that you spend because that's how they stay in business, right? That's how they stay in business. And, and uh, you know, you, you need to be aware of that. You need to be aware of that. Listen, so I was doing some research, talking to some financial folks and things, and I was asking, you know, uh, that couldn't get them on, but I was asking, hey, I need you to give me some tips on how, what can we do to make sure that, you know, that we don't have tremendous financial challenges and extreme uh, economic, you know, d- depression after this year in our personal houses. Because they agreed, that they're like, the economy is doing well, but it's personal decision-making. I know we want to blame Biden and we want to blame this and we want to blame that and X, Y, Z. But the truth of the matter is, foundationally, fundamentally, um, that the, those of us, we, we really need to check out ourselves. We need to check our houses, right? And so one of the things that they said is to function in discipline. That's the first thing, function in discipline. And the way you function in discipline is, number one, set a budget, right? Set a budget about how much you're going to spend. Now, again, that means you got to look at all that you make. You got to look at all who you want to give to, you know, if you got a big family, you, you I mean, you got to ration it out. You got to make sure, but you got to set a budget. You cannot get out in these gift-giving streets or gift-purchasing streets and not have a budget. I'm not spending over this. To spend over this when it comes time for January, then I'm going to be in a crunch because I know I get paid here and here. Or I know I get one lump sum at the end of the month or maybe at the beginning. I don't know how it is. But listen, this is what I have to spend, right? Determine how much you can afford to spend on Christmas-related items and expenses. That was one of the, including gifts, decorations, food, and entertainment. One of the things, uh, one of my friends said that you gotta, you got to think about the entire season. How much money did you spend on the Christmas tree if you bought one, you know? And what's the difference between a, a real tree and getting investing in a tree that you can just put up at the end, at the beginning of the Christmas holiday and take down and store it in your garage or your attic, right? Factor all of that in. Do the math, right? And be realistic and stick to that budget. And so when I was talking to them, they were talking about, you know, a lot of times people are not realistic. They are not real. They are, they they come into the season with a gleam in their eyes that kind of that kind of shrouds over reality. <laughs> and it's like, you know, to they're not, you got to kind of almost shake them cuz they get they get on that Christmas gift-giving drug and they get they get to looking at I tell you all these nutcracker scenes, all these manger scenes, they get to seeing that Santa and their kids in that Santa, they get to get all these lists and they get a glaze over their eyes like a trance and they go out spending money they don't have. You've got to be realistic and stick to your budget. Right. Stick to your budget. Absolutely. Stick to it. So you add, add the whole season in. How much are the gifts going to cost? How much the decorations cost? How much is the food going to cost? Woo! And how much is the entertainment? If you're going to go to a Christmas concert or you got all these different kinds of things going on, how much is it going to cost? Set a budget and stick to it. You got a culture call. You got to set a budget and stick to it. 
Got to do that. Got to set a budget and stick to it. Here's the next thing. You got to make a list because you can't make a budget if you don't make a list. Create a list of all the people who you want to buy gifts for and allocate a certain amount to that person. Allocate. That's right. Don't just say, I want to buy a gift for mama. Put how much money you want to spend there. I'm going to buy a gift for daddy, papa. Hey, put it up. Yeah. And put all, everybody on the list. So as you purchase, you can begin to research uh, specials and deals that does that, you know, that line up with the name you put on your list. And after that, you know, get your box of cards. That's what they used to do back in the day. Get your box of cards, write you, write a name on it and just give a nice Christmas card. You got to make a list. This will help you stay organized and not overspend. My goodness. When I read that, I was like, wow, I didn't think about that. But yeah, make a list. You can't buy a gift for everybody. Fifth and sixth and seventh cousins. No, come on, y'all. Come on. Come on. The average person can't do that. The average person cannot do that. Right? Absolutely. And then the third thing they said you got to do is prioritize. Prioritize. Focus on the most important people in your life when it comes to gift giving. Again, that's what I mean. Everybody doesn't have to get a material gift or a physical gift, right? So you have to prioritize. If you know you only have a certain amount of money to spend, then prioritize who gets a gift. Prioritize, set a priority. That's right. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. If you've had cutbacks on your job or or they, they give you a bonus and you've got X, Y, Z, A, B, Z. No, you got to make, you got to make a list. Make a list. You know, go ahead and prioritize who gets the gift, right? Who gets a gift card? Who does, you know, a $25 Visa card, a $50 gift Visa card? Those things go a long way. Instead of you getting in the store and spending $100. No. Because reality, you know, most people just want to get something. Most people just want a, a little something. You'd be surprised. Them Chipotle cards, <laughs> you know, put a $15 on your Chipotle cards and give it to the, give it to the kids, especially your teenagers. Man, please. As much as they eat Chipotle and tacos and things of that nature, yeah. You don't have to spend four and five, six, seven hundred dollars on some sneakers that they may wear once a week. May we all on just on special occasions. Yeah, you can give a functional gift, right? And give them some money to spend. And then watch this. When you do that, it becomes incumbent upon them to be wise and budget that because once that card gone, that card is guess what? Gone, right? Consider having conversation with friends and family about setting spending limits or do a gift exchange to reduce the financial burden. That's what we used to do back in the day when we were growing up. We used to exchange names. Right. So instead of getting everybody a gift, you gave this one to whoever names you pulled. You get that person a gift. Yeah, you get that person a gift. And that will help you avoid over uh, overspending. You can really be intentional and focus on, you know, as, as some people set an amount of gift, you know, for family members. You can't you can't go over one hundred dollars. Right. Or if you're your friends, okay, we're going to spend a gift, but we can't go over $50, right? That's something you say up front. That's something you say up front. Absolutely right. That don't, don't, don't leave that chance. 
Let me say that again. Do not leave that to chance. There are many wonderful strategies and how to make it fun. How to make it fun and and make sure that you have that you know you can get a gift and and you don't overspend and everybody's having a great and joyous time right plan a gift giving night which is normally uh, December twenty fourth the day before Christmas you get it with your friends and your family and say hey this is going to be our gift gift giving night dress up in pajamas have some eggnog some pound cake you know some desserts. You know, and you can cater that. Just everybody brings a dish. Make sure they can cook. You know, we we already talked about that, right? Make sure they're doing right. And then you can save money because everybody's pinching in. And guess what? You didn't have to buy 10, 15 people a gift that was going to exacerbate your finances. That was going to throw your economic outlook off for 2024. So there are creative ways that you can begin to prioritize. Number four. Not on, not only set a budget, make a list and prioritize, but number four says you got to plan ahead. Who says, here it is, who says that you got to wait till Christmas season to buy Christmas gifts? No, start your Christmas shopping early. That's what they recommend. Start your Christmas shopping early to take advantage of sales and discounts. So when things go on sale any time of the year, you can go ahead and say, oh, I'm going to buy this. Wait a minute, hold this. It's in May. Okay, it's a Memorial Day sale. All right, I'm going to buy it, but I'm going to hold it for Christmas. (laughs) Right? See, yeah, definitely those things. Walk through the store, take your time, and see what kind of deals they have and discounts that they're giving. See, this will give you more time to compare prices and find the best deals. You got to give yourself time. I think, you know, one of the things that they coined um, in financial and economic circles was this whole idea of the Christmas rush. The Christmas rush. And and and, and one of the things that was amazing is that they've allotted for that Christmas rush. They have allotted for that Christmas rush and you're sitting there like what yeah because they know people are gonna wait till the last minute and have to buy buy no don't don't you don't have to do that plan ahead let me say it again plan ahead plan ahead right they might have the best Christmas gift on the 4th of July sale that's in July right but you gotta hold it till December put it in your closet put it in your attic you know, hide it in your garage, put it up under your bed, you know, because at least you know it's there. And then it also gives you an opportunity to go out and compare. Maybe you might see the same thing for $20 less. Think, hey, we got an exchange because that's what you ask when you're sales. What's your exchange policy? Because sometimes you can get a thing for sale, but it's no exchange policy that you got to buy it as is. We don't have any returns. Right. So you got to make sure you do all of that. Oh, that sounds like a lot of work. But listen, you will be surprised at the hundreds of dollars that you save doing that. Absolutely. Right. OK, here's another one. I thought this was this was neat that uh, do it yourself gifts and decorations. Now, that's neat. Let me tell you why, because we used to do that back in the day. But, you know, everything is about convenience and comfort now. But, yeah. You can do that all back in the day and, and, and give uh, and, and start planning like, you know, hey, I'm getting I'm getting ready to, you know, uh, you know, let's do some popcorn and do that around the tree. Let's let's do some paper, paper angels. Everybody make some paper angels and decorate them, you know, 
I remember a couple of years, our, my kids and I, you know, our family tried to do uh, Christmas cookies and all that kind of stuff. Because, I mean, the kids were into that, especially my daughter, right? And see, because you got to consider making homemade gifts or decorations instead of buying expensive ones. See, when you take time to make that gift, I don't care how much money you spent on another gift that you didn't help make. The one that you made yourself to give to somebody is infinitely more expensive. It's more, it's worth more. May not be more expensive, but it's worth more. Yeah, in terms of value, because I did it myself to give to somebody. Right? And they said, not only will this save you money, but it will also add a personal touch to your gifts. That, I thought that was a good idea. I, th- yeah, I absolutely. I thought that was a good idea. Do it yourself, gifts and decorations. That's right. You can go to Hobby Lobby. You can go to Home Accent. You can go to Michael's, you know, and you can, you can do decorations. You, you know, you make them yourself. I love it. My wife and my son, they, they love this time of year and they have, I mean, now my house is beautiful. I have nothing to do with it, but it was their, their genius. They figured out the colors they wanted. They, you know, uh, my mom, uh, my, my, my mother in love, not mother in law, my mother in law and my wife didn't know how to make bowls. So they got the, the, instead of buying pre-purchased bowls for 50, 75, $100, what they did is just got the, you know, the raw materials and made the bowls themselves. Right? The raw material that costs half of that. And then they're going to look up on the online to see exactly when the sale's going to hit. I mean, they are masters at that. You know, me and my, myself, I'm going to be like, well, let me go ahead. I just buy the bowl myself and I come over to $75 bowl. And my wife looking like, are you crazy? I could have made, I could have made this for, for $25, dollars $25. Right. So do it yourself. Do not think that everything has to be purchased out of the store. Right. And, you know, the, the, the teaching, teaching another generation. Come on, learn how to make these bowls. Learn how to do it. I don't want to get in here and learn how to make this because it's going to help you. It's going to help you. You know, back in the day, you used to teach, teach each other how to sew and how to cook and how to do all these things so that now. See, the industry and the prices are going up because they know we are also, we're not paying for food. We're paying for convenience. Let me say that now. If you look, look, culture call. Now, if y'all go out any of the restaurant and you look at the bill, don't just pay it. Look at it. They got now what you pay the, uh, the, the waiter. 18, and it starts at 18% now. Right? Some start at 15, but it starts at 18, 20, 25%. Because guess what? You're not paying for the meal. You're paying for the convenience. Right? And I'm not, I'm here for a decent wage because I think, you know, especially those around this time of year. But yeah, you're paying for convenience. A lot of what we pay for is convenience. So do it yourself is not, is not a bad thing. It just takes out the convenience that we will have with somebody else doing it. But guess what? You got to pay for their labor. Absolutely. You own your own labor. So you ain't got to pay yourself. The payment to yourself is the thing that you just made. Okay. Here's another thing that they said that you got to do. Y'all ready for this one? Track your expenses. Right. I just got somebody said, oh, I came in and I got to go back to the top. Okay. Don't worry about it. No problem. I'm going to go back to the top. I'm going to go back to the top. I'm not going to let you miss this. Let you miss this one. I'm going to go back to the top. I am going to call 
right? Uh, it, it, that I'm going to go back to the top. Right? You ready? Here is the deal. Track your expenses. Keep a record of all your Christmas-related expenses to ensure you stay within your budget. Absolutely. Keep that in there. You got to keep a record because you'll get to, you know, you think you do, but if you don't keep a, 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 a record of what you're spending, guess what? Then what's going to happen? Yeah, that part. You go overspend, right? They got budgeting apps on the phone. That's what they suggest. You can get a download a budgeting app, and while you out at Target, while you at a Walmart, while you at a Family Dollar, even Dollar General, Dollar uh, Dollar Tree, go ahead and track your spending, track your expenses, so so that you can make uh, adjustments on when necessary. Because yeah, you add what you know, you know, budget thing. They're gonna say how much you want to spend, and then every time you spend something, you put it in there, and they're gonna alert you when you get close to your budget to your budget cap to what you allotted to say what you were going to do, what you're going to spend, okay? Here's another one. Here's another one, and we're tracking. Here it is. Avoid impulse buying. That's why you got to have a list. Stick to your list. Let me say it again. Stick to your list and avoid impulse purchases. Stick to your list and avoid it. Don't listen. They get to spraying that, spraying uh, lotion on your hand or putting lotion on your hand, spraying the new cologne. They get to doing all that kind of stuff. Try have try this out, try this out, try this out so you can buy. That's why if you look at where they're set up in the in, in the mall, in the, they have all that kind of stuff. They got in the grocery store, they got all that, that food, the Christmas food, so that you can try it out, you know, in Sam's, Costco's. All those other places, so you can eat a piece of sausage that you did not intend to buy. You can eat a little dip that you did not intend to buy. I'm like, mm, this is good. Let me add some of this. That's impulse buying. <laughs> That's what it is, beloved. That is impulse buying. Absolutely. And so you got to think about that. You have to think about that. Take the time to think about whether a purchase is necessary and fits within your budget before making it. Because, again, you didn't plan to spend that $25. You didn't plan to buy that seafood dip, right? Now you got to buy crackers to go with the dip. You didn't plan to buy them crackers. Yeah, it ain't but $4 a box, but that was $4 you didn't intend to spend. You feel what I'm saying? That's exactly it. Here's a big one. One of my friends said that this is a, they're like, yo, you got to tell the people this. This is it. Use cash or a debit card. Do not use your credit card or use it as least as you can to purchase anything. Right? You consider using cash or a debit card instead of credit cards to avoid accumulating debt because credit card says what? Interest. Right? So you're going to pay for what you purchase and you're going to pay for the privilege to them extending money to you to purchase what you pay. And sometimes that's 15%. You can find it as low as 8%, but around this time of year, it might be around 20, averaging 20, 22% that you're going to be spending. You're going to be trying to spend. You see? Right? That they're going to be looking at you, yeah, wait a minute, but I ain't spent but $10. 
on this thing. Yeah, but this 22% says now you spend about $12, $12, $13 on this thing. Huh? So you got to start thinking about that. Yeah. And this is one, this number eight is what they said. That's how, that's how many people get into debt during this time of year because they're using credit cards. Put that Visa and Discover up, put that MasterCard up and use cash and a debit card. I don't like to break my hundreds. Okay. All right. Don't worry about it. I get it. <laughs> you know, listen, if you don't like to break your hundreds, get out the store. Get out of that mall. Get out of the store. Absolutely. Absolutely. You got to get out of the store. Because if you don't do that, guess what? And, and and if you don't get out of that store, you're going to spend way, 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 way more money than you thought. I'm telling you not what I think. I'm telling you what I know. And you're going to be looking like, how in the world did I get this? That bill comes to the house, you're going to be looking like, you're going to be, <laughs> you're going to be looking for two fish and five loaves of bread. You're going to be looking for Jesus to give you a fish to get the money out the fish mouth to pay them the credit card, <laughs> that credit card bill, right? Listen, here's number nine. They said, look for discounts. Deals and discounts are your friend. Write that down. Deals and discounts are my friend. Take advantage of sales coupons. Coupons. I was standing by behind a lady. I was in the grocery store and I was standing behind a lady and I'm telling, she had a coupon for the whole store. She had it. When I tell you, I was like, you know, they rung it up and she was just handing them coupons. Hand, I'm, what? I was like, where you get a coupon for, for that? You know, listen. And by the time they finished the job, I think she might've paid $20 for 200 something dollars worth of groceries because she had coupons. And some of us too proud, like I'm not gonna focus on, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spend no coupons, I'm not gonna do none of that, you know, as if that's gonna mess up your stilo, <laughs> that's gonna mess up and mess up your name. No, absolutely not. Take advantage of sales coupons and discounts when when shopping for gifts or holiday essentials. They have them in. The, listen, they're gonna have them this weekend in the newspaper. Look online. Look on the site of the stores. They'll have them in there. Search it out online. They'll have coupons there. Of course, some coupons may have restrictions and requirements, but go ahead and get your mind ready to have to spend those coupons. You'll be surprised that by the time you finish using the coupons, you might be paying way less than you thought you were going to pay because they got to honor their coupon. Absolutely. And here's the last one they said is very important. Focus on experiences. Instead of spending a lot of money on material gifts, consider giving the gift of experiences. We already talked about that, right? Plan activities or outings with your loved ones that create lasting memories without breaking the bank. That's right. This time of year is about creating memories and experiences and, and laughter and things you can cherish beyond the material. I think that's so very important that, you know, as as you grow older and you're able to look, take much pictures. Everybody got a phone that can take pictures, right? Take pictures, do pajama time. You know, my brothers and I, we got together in Atlanta with our families and we, you know, dressed in the same pajamas, you know. Now the kids are taking over and it's wonderful. I cannot wait 
tell the kids have kids, right? And then we have this whole big old house of people and that we can just experience it, the laughter and the joy and all of those kinds of things. But guess what? They are worth way more than any kind of money that we would ever spend. Keep that in your mind, that we that, that these things are valuable. These are prices, priceless, ex, I mean, experiences, you know? These, this, these are the things, especially if you're grieving a loved one that's no longer there, no, no longer here. If you created an experience and a memory, you can pull from that that makes you smile, that brings you joy, that makes you laugh. Absolutely. And so we, we definitely got to make sure that we do that. And if we don't, we're missing a tremendous opportunity to create something that is so valuable than uh, uh, than the gifts that we give, right? It's worth more than money. Listen, so here's the 10. Set a budget, number one. Number two, make a list. Find out who you want to buy something for and the specific amount for each person. Number three, prioritize. You can't buy for everybody. So figure out who's the one you're going to buy for, right? Right? Find out how you're going to do that so that you don't have a financial burden. Number four, plan ahead. This is all about the discipline. Plan ahead, right? Number five, do-it-yourself gifts and decorations. Put your craftsy self together. That's right. Get you crafts. Get Teach your kids how to do things. All of that. That's a part of it. Number six, track your expenses, right? Once you reach that budget, go to the house and say, I am spending no more money. Seven, avoid impulse buying. Don't do it. If you didn't budget it, don't pay for it. Use cash and debit cards. Don't try not to use uh, credit cards to avoid that interest. And number nine, look for deals and discounts. That's right. They're already out there, been out there for a while. And number 10, the last one, focus on creating memorable experiences. Man, that was good. That was amazing. That's a wonderful list. We're going to put that on the Culture Call page. So just in case if you missed it, we're going to have it up there so you can go back and review it. Listen, this has been the Culture Call right here with yours truly, L. Spencer Smith on Praise 93.3. Keep it right here. We got a little bit more to go. Don't miss it. And we are back right here on the Culture Call with yours truly, L. Spencer Smith. We've been talking a whole lot today about making sure that we do not go in debt during the holidays. And that's a big deal. That's a big deal. When you do the research, that the research is troubling, that a lot of households, y'all, a lot of households go into debt this time of year about 35%. That's high of households. It might even be pushing up to 40% of households go into debt, not spend money. I'm talking about go into debt this time of year. And we've got to begin, especially as our community, we've got to begin to ask ourselves why. What's the what for? What do we do it for? What is the reasoning that we are willing to go into such tremendous debt to purchase things that we cannot pay for? All of those kinds of things. You know, I, I used to work in the school system, and you know that, and uh, in, in Jacksonville, Florida. And I, after this season, I would see kids come back with gold and jewelry and sneakers. And I mean, I was like, yo. Now, you have to understand, I, I taught in the inner city, right? I taught in the inner city. So 
on a normal level, you would think economically that they, you know, nobody should be spending that kind of money. That nobody could, and they brought it and they flossed it and they fought over it because, of course, there's somebody that, that wanted what they had. And, and it became a whole big issue that the school had to say, hey, no gold chains, no this, no that. They had to put up restrictions so that, what are we teaching? What are we saying? When we don't, when we don't understand that we're willing to go into debt to, to provide a caricature of our own selves, to, to have something that, you know, to give our children something or to even give ourselves something that really does not, uh, uh, does not, you know, like my daddy said, doesn't build a hill of beans. Doesn't matter, won't matter. Why are we willing to do that? I think there is something deeper than beyond the, the economic question that we've got to answer about debt and why we are willing to put ourselves in debt's path just to have something or just to show people that we have something, you know? Uh, and it's not because we can afford it because, of course, we're going into debt for it. it what, what are we trying to say? I think that once we point out that, once we point that out and answer that question within our community and, dare I say, even within ourselves, that thing that likes to flaunt and flash, not everybody likes to look good, you know? Everybody likes to, you know, have a little something that when they step out once about say, Oh my goodness, you bro, you shop. Girl, you bad. We love those kind of things. That and I'm not saying that there is anything wrong with that because actually I don't think that they are. But what I can say, what I can say is this that one of the things that we really, really need to focus on is is that area in our lives discipline. Is that something in our world that, or in our, in our inner world? Let me say it like that. Um, that we need to address. What does this need so much to just to impress the Joneses? You know, we had the saying, "Keeping up with the Joneses." They say, "I don't know what's in the Joneses' pocketbook. I don't know what they have." And, and at this particular juncture, I don't care what they have. But you know, that's how people do. It. I'm a, she got this, and I'm gonna get that. She got this dress. I'm going to go and find the dress. She, He got this suit. I'm going to go. He got them sneakers. I got to get me a pair of those sneakers. Because oh, we look at celebrities. Our children look at celebrities on social media, on the TV show, on rea- reality TV. And we start craving things. We start desiring things. I want this. And I want that. And yeah, I get it. I get it. I, un- I understand. But the question is, are those behaviors resulting in us being a part of that 35, 40% of those that after this, just in December, people go into debt because they're trying, number one, they don't have a discipline. No, meaning, no, I'm not going to get this. No, I'm not going to do this. They don't have a, a, a understanding of what it means to live within their means and within a budget. They don't know what that is about. They hate that. Cause don't tell me what I can do with my money. Uh, nobody's telling you what you do with the money, but once your money is spent, guess what? Your money is spent. It is spent, and and we 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 need to think about what is that producing? What is that? What is that? What, what's happening in our world 
that's causing us that by the time we get to the new year, we can't afford to pay this and that and that and that, that we got to look for other ways, benevolence. We got to, we get behind in bills. We get, I mean, we're digging ourselves out of a hole that we didn't necessarily have to dig ourselves in, right? And sometimes people get upset with me when I was like, yo, hey, the the the, the problem is this. Uh, why are we spending this kind of money on, you know, sometimes that kids are not doing as good in school and Christmas, they get a boatload of stuff. I'm like, wait a minute, hold on. I know you love them, but let's put this thing back within measure and within merit that you going to school and getting C's and D's and I'm buying five or $600, $700 worth of stuff for Christmas just so you can smile. And I'm like, yo, for what? You've been cutting up in school the whole year, you know? And so we got to start thinking about the full parameter of what our finances, you know, look like. And that, that is, that's something that's important. And if we don't begin to do that, if we don't begin to do those things that cause us to look in the mirror of our own financial and economic decisions, culture call, we're going to end up in poverty. Now, I'm not speaking a word, a dystopian word, a word of distress or, or, or any kind of evil thing towards you. What I am saying, however, is giving us tips, saving tips. Tips that will help us build the blocks of, first of all, you got to be stable before you can build, right? You got to, so then the first thing we have to have uh, financial stability, right? Financial stability, then we can start building, financial building, wealth building, right? And then we can begin to to come out of debt and have equal footing. We can begin to parlay ourselves in and begin to have some savings. And because again, we just never know in this kind of current uh, climate that we're in, we never know when the rainy day is going to happen. And that's facts. We never know when the rainy day is going to take place. And so guess what we got to do? We got to learn how indeed we got to learn how to keep it moving, how to say, okay, we got to get some financial stability here. Right, and we gave you ten tips to, that's, that will help you. That will help you. You got to do that, right? That you know, you got a credit card. They they got a feature on the app. You can cut the credit card off. You can literally cut it off, and say until I pay all this, pay I pay down on this. I ain't putting nothing on the credit card. If I want it, I just ain't gonna get it. I just have to let listen and stay in the store before I use my credit card to get it. Absolutely. Yeah, so I think that's important. We've got to begin to put up guardrails and discipline measures that will help us get financially stable, right? Especially when we know what our means are. That means, that means we have to live within our means. Once we discover what our means are, then we have to live within those means. And that that's not a, a thing that says you're poor or whatever. You know, that's not what that's saying. What that is saying is that I'm recognizing that beyond this month, beyond one day, beyond one season in this year, that I will not use the end of the year 
to create or dig a hole deeper that I've been trying to get out all year and I'm almost out. I'm not going to use this one day to dig my hole, myself uh, 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 deeper in a hole, you know, and then January, now I got to work extra hard because now these bills are going to be looking at me, <laughs> right? So I think that's very important. We got to keep that in mind. And if we don't keep that in mind, guess what, y'all? We're going to be in a very, very bad predicament. And I don't want to see that happen to me. And I definitely don't want to see that happen to the the listeners of the culture call. So we are helping each other today. Absolutely. We are helping each other today. No doubt about it. We got to help each other. And if you don't, if you don't set up some kind of plan, some kind of strategy, if you don't take these things, do something. Do something. Being in the hole is not it. Let me say this again. Being in the hole is not it. Been there, done that. Being in a hole ain't it. Nope, 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 nope. That this is this coming year, I'm believing that this is going to be a, a tremendously financial and economically strong year for the black community. That we're going to begin to build and have entrepreneurs and, and, and neighborhoods. Yeah, we're going to, absolutely. We're going to set a foundation, a good solid foundation that our children can grow. Our neighborhood schools can 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 uh, can build and be viable because you know we're building up our communities. But you cannot do that if there is not a strong economic base in each house. So we are only as strong as the weakest individual in our community because yeah, that does affect our property. That affects our property taxes. That affects the viability of what can come in and out of our community. So we got to start thinking about that. We got to start. It goes beyond this. See, and this is how this is how we are measured in this country. Economically, that's how we came over from Africa. It was an economic decision. It's an economic decision. Slavery, chattel slavery was an economic decision. So the economy, we can't ever exclude the economy on economic viewpoint from our existence. Because we exist in this country as a part of its economy, right? And this is, this is probably the angst and the anger of the country against black and brown people, black folks, because when slavery was ended and all of that, they lost a tremendous part of their free labor, of their economy. Come on. Yeah. They lost a tremendous part of that. And so, but when when we have when we make poor economic positions or decisions rather and choices, they put us back in a level of slavery. They put us back in a level of chains. This time it's financial chains. So we have to start have to start thinking about what today brings, what this one day Christmas, you know, commercialize and capitalize in our country how it will not put us in a place of deficit and ultimately defeat as it relates to wealth, 
and financial stability. We've got to think our way through this entire season. Yeah, this is a good time to think through this entire season and live, live within the means that we have been blessed by. Because you and I have been super exceedingly blessed. And so, yeah, we've got to definitely think about what that means. we got to think about what that means. Yeah. So don't forget, listen, I'm going to put these, this list because I think it's a helpful list. I'm going to put it on the Culture Call page. I might put it on my personal page. Whatever. I need you to get these 10 steps as we talk about, you know, being disciplined to stay out of debt during this Christmas season and even beyond. I'm going to put it there so we can follow those steps and help each other out. Yeah. Make sure that we build a, a strong financial stable base for our lives and our community. Listen, this has been the Culture Call right here with yours truly, Elspeth Smith on Praise 93.3, your inspiration station. Listen, almost time to end this show, but stay right here. We've got a little bit more to go. Don't miss it. This is the world premiere. Well, family, what a day we have had on the Culture Call. I'm telling you, we have put some information out today and had a great discussion. Absolutely. And it is always my desire to empower my people, empower my community. And I pray that you have been definitely empowered uh, today as we talk about making sure that we don't go into debt this time of year. My prayer, my sincere prayer for each and every one of you is that we come to understand what the true meaning of the season really is. And that that is not about the gifts that we have under the tree. It's not about how much money we have spent on anything that we purchased attempting to, you know, be a blessing to someone. It is always the sentiment of the heart. It is always the love at the foundation of the gifts that we give. And I think we get into a wrong spirit, a wrong mindset, a wrong attitude when we think love is determined by the price tag or the amounts that of money that we exchange for whatever, not understanding that that we have to first of all live beyond this this month, that we've got other things to do, but nonetheless that you're the most important gift that anyone can receive. You are you are the creme de la creme. You are all of that in a bag of chips. I'm telling you. And so, yeah, you know, we all, most of us come from families that didn't have much. You know, we may not have been like Harvey Watkins come from a poor family, didn't have much, but the Lord been good to me. I'm listening. I get all that. That to some degree, that's everybody's testimony that we came from families. And yes, we're, we're perhaps doing much better than we did when we were growing up. But, but the greatest thing that we can give is the experiences that we create. The greatest thing that we can give is the memories that we will one day share. Those are priceless. They're worth more than anything they have stocked on any shelf from Saks to Bloomingdale's to Neiman Marcus. You know, from Walmart, Costco's, Sam's, anything that they can have, you know, uh, Dollar General, Dollar Tree, 
anything that they can put on a shelf that the memories and the experiences that we create with family and one another are worth way more than that. Your embrace, the laughter, right? (laughs) The moments of training and cooking and, and sharing with family and children, all those kinds of things. Those things are priceless. You can't add any kind of money on that. Those are the things that will last forever until the end of time. So listen, beloved, like my grandmother and my mother would say at the end of every phone call, I love you a bushel, I love you a peck, and I love you a hug around the neck. Listen, this has been The Culture Call with yours truly, L. Spencer Smith, right here on your inspiration station, Praise 93.3. Be kind, be sweet, be decent with everyone and have an amazing weekend. That's right, have an amazing weekend and do good to everyone and be at peace. Have a blessed day, Culture Call. God bless.